All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back. I'm Ryan. I'm Jarrett. This is level 49. We're finally back at it. We've had a rough, rough go, rough time trying to get together. Um, did a couple solo episodes. You guys have heard Jarrett's. Mine's working. I'm having uh, computer difficulties trying to get it loaded, but we'll get there. Anyways, we're back at it. We're in a nice new hopefully semi-permanent recording place here in Jared's garage now. He just put a wood-burning stove in, and he was in the process of explaining that to me when we decided we wanted to record what he was telling me. So, I got about 250 bucks into this, $100 for the stove, $100 for the triple wall pipe, and a few bucks into the black pipe. And it's... 40 degrees here in Michigan and probably good 75 inside your garage right now. It feels like it. It's nice. It's 40 degrees outside. We're sitting here in t-shirts, so yeah, we're winning. Definitely helps having an insulated garage. Yeah. So as long as we're not butchering deer, we can, <laughs> we can record in here. Speaking of deer, we're halfway through. Uh, that's the that's where you hang them. In, in that's where we hang it right there. Right on. That's where the magic happens. <laughs> <laughs> so we're halfway through bow season. You've been out? Uh, uh, not even halfway through. Let's say bow season runs through November 14th. Oh, okay. And then the 15th through the 30th is gone, which you can still use a bow. Oh, I didn't know that. And then archery picks back up December 1st through the end of December. So right on. All of October, all of November and December, you can use bow. Right on. And there are some places, I think they're still doing it one more year, and that was the uh <coughs> what do you call that? The urban season. That's Macomb, Oakland, and What's uh, Washington? Wayne, Wayne, Wayne County, Wayne, Oakland, and Macomb. They allow you to bow hunt all of January, also. Where the fuck are you going to find a deer in Wayne County? Well, there's a lot of places in Wayne County. Is there? I mean, you just, I mean, Wayne County, just think Detroit, but like the right. outskirts. There's some places in Macomb County that Richmond, Richmond's in, in Macomb That's County. True, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. look at all the farm fields that's around there. 26 and North Avenue, all them farm fields. So, right on. There's some places like that in Wayne still. Well, I got to tell you all this uh, hunting talk a few episodes back when my son was around. You lit a fire under his ass because uh, we were at a uh, garage sale looking for some eBay stock inventory. And um guy had a compound bow, case, arrows, tips, the, you know, all the. I know nothing about it, but like all the color dots are on the compound bow and everything already. And he was asking 50 bucks for it. My kid was looking at it and I was like, 50 bucks, get him started. Why not? Mm-hmm. Guy walked over and he goes, 20 bucks, you can have it all. I'm like, all right, cool. So my kid has a bow. Now he needs to figure out how to shoot it. And again, I know nothing about it. I have to. There's a lot that goes into YouTube. it. YouTube sighting it in and everything. I don't even know if we can pull it back, but for 20 bucks, That's I wasn't what I'm saying, like, the the draw length on it, can it fit them? Is it adjustable? Do you know what bow? I have no idea. 
No idea. No idea. Yeah. I wasn't leaving it. Hell, behind. just let me get a bow. I'll figure it out later. <laughs> I wasn't leaving it behind for 20 bucks. <laughs> Worst case, I'll use it, I guess, someday. <laughs> someday. I mean, even at just flinging arrows at a target. Well, that's what fun. I told him. I said, this is the perfect time of the year right now to go buy hay bales, put them up behind our house and shoot at them if we have to. Yep. Figure it out. Yeah. Speaking of shooting arrows, I saw the post today. Oh, Jesus Christ. Your fucking daughter, right? Robin Hooded an arrow? Laura. Oh, that was Laura. Yeah. So your wife, Robin Hooded an arrow? You see that crossbow that's hanging up? Yes. Our wall by the unicycle? Yep. Yeah. Well, it has a split limb because it's fiberglass. Fiberglass fiber has fibers. And sometimes they can delaminate from each other. And with as much tension as that the limbs are on these bows, that once that starts to happen, you got to replace the limbs. You just can't patch it. You can't fix it. If I were to take another shot with that thing, the limbs would probably explode. Oh, wow. Which I heard a sound after Adam shot, which he got a deer a couple weeks ago. It was his first. Awesome. I got it on film. I can't wait to edit that footage. But anyway... Uh, yeah, I heard a sound when he shot, and I was like, what the hell happened there? And the string was, like, frayed. And so I took it in, and they're like, dude, the limb is also starting to snap. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So trying to get, I mean, it's an older crossbow. Uh, it would have been $150 to replace the string and two cables. Plus the limbs were... $75 for the four. Wow. And then have a shop, put it all back together because I don't have a bow press. So do we put that money into an old crossbow or get a new one? So Laura went and bought one today. Right on. It's, do this thing is badass. I might have to use it this year. <laughs> and then she <laughs> practiced with it today, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. So, I mean, they bore sight it. I guess you can call it that boresight with the crossbow. But they, <clears throat> I did the final tuning, just adjusting the scope to make sure it was on at 20 yards. And it was on. So I got it onto the tripod and I'm like, all right, Lori, ready to shoot? First arrow, boom, bullseye. I'm like, yeah, pretty good. Second arrow, I didn't say anything. I just assumed, which could be another topic to talk about, is when you think other people should know what you know. Right. But you have to be clear. That's a great topic. If you have information, the onus is on you to let everybody else know that information. But just letting her shoot, I just assumed, hey, she already shot there shoot somewhere else <laughs> nope she shot the exact same place and robin hood that bolt and i'm like you so it's probably a pretty expensive thing she did there it was 40 dollars two shots 20 dollars first shot which would have been fine by itself but since she busted both arrows 20 dollars a piece Two trigger pulls, $40. That's an expensive sport. <laughs> but it's fucking cool looking. That picture that you posted is awesome. And it's a story. 
it's a story, but it was her first and second shot out of that crossbow. Right. So forever, every time somebody shoots that crossbow or she's talking about it, she's going to say, you know, guess what I did? Yeah. Wasted 40 bucks. (laughs) No. (laughs) Robin Hood and the arrow, man. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. So, I mean, I could tell just by the picture, the way you were holding the arrows that you wanted like to be upset. But everybody looking at it was like, that's so fucking cool. <laughs> that is so cool. Because honestly, could it ever happen again? It would be tough, you would think. It can happen. It happens often. Does it? Yeah. Especially if you have like a well-tuned bow. Um, I, at least you know she's a good shot, dude. She is. So that's, yeah. I mean, the proof is in the pudding. Yeah, we know that now. So if she misses... You well, maybe can't she'll bl- hit it with the second one. She can't blame it on Or the maybe equipment. not. The second one's going to go where the first one goes, right? <laughs> so before we get into the little bit of notes I have about all the crazy shit going on in the world, uh, we do want to say that there's going to be a lot more episodes of just you and I probably talking about what's going on and telling stories and whatever. Um tough to get guests in it is tough with everybody being back at work now by everybody i mean you and i um to get together and get zoom calls and stuff together yeah and then the numbers whether you believe it or not the numbers are fucking skyrocketing right now in michigan as far as positive coronavirus tests so i see that going in a bad way before it's going to do anything to help us be able to get people together I mean, we're sitting at a six foot table right now, so I'm not worried about it. We haven't, we're not making out or anything. We're not close together at all. So <laughs> I just want to put that out there. So for those of you that want guests, there will know. be some, but get me some more of these whiskeys. We'll see what goes on. <laughs> yes. And we are drinking whiskey. That was, uh, it was a gift to me on my 40th birthday from Jarrett. It is Angel's Envy. If anybody has not had this bourbon, please go out and buy it. They're not a sponsor, but it is some damn good bourbon it's top three on my list of bourbons right now and i'm a i consider myself a bourbon connoisseur this is good stuff so we're gonna put back some of that couple beers sit here in the garage and bullshit but i just wanted to get that across to you guys first we'll try to make some episodes fun maybe we'll do some some light-hearted shit but we got a lot of shit that we haven't talked about lately even in our personal conversations that i have on these yeah, you've been busy. I've been busy. Yeah. You're back to work, right? Full I'm time. Back to work full time. I got a new gig. So the it's guy all. You hired me back in. He got fired the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not for fire <laughs> hiring you, I mean. <laughs> but so I guess we can jump right in it. I guess the number one craziest thing that's happened since the last time we've sat down and talked is uh, our president had coronavirus tested positive was treated, recovered. Do you think he had it? That's the first question. Yeah, that's not something that they're going to lie about. I don't think so either. I, I, I'm reading a lot of, it's a, it's a, uh, it was like election a, ploy or something. Yeah, something to benefit him, get a sympathy vote. Right, and I don't see the benefit for him because he talks so bad about it. Yeah. And how it's not real. And I'm super excited for the way he's talking about it now. Like I'm 74 and I fucking beat this shit. I don't want to hear about it anymore kind of thing, yeah. which is really cool in my book. Um, it was scary. I'm not going to lie. Touch and go like explaining to my, 
my son that uh, we have a sitting president in the hospital and we don't know what's going to happen. That was kind of kind of crazy for 24 hours. Um, but that shows us it can be beaten. Whether I mean, he had something, right? They put him on oxygen. They took him to the hospital. He got all the treatment in the world. He's a leader of the free world, but yeah. it still shows you that 74 years old, overweight, out of shape, oh, and yeah, he licked it in no time. Big Mac ass eating. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> just destroyed COVID. Just handled it. So... I, it, it all depends on who you are. You I know? think it depends on your 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 will to fight, because that guy's immune system can't be that great. You got to think with the way he eats and lives. You know, I think treatment had something to do with it. But then I read now that yeah, uh, it's like, oh, I got a special concoction of everything that they gave me. Right. No one ever has gotten this before. We're yeah. gonna start giving this to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I did read today somewhere dude, that he is such an ass. <laughs> he is, dude. But it's it's amazing. Um, I did read today that that is it Remnisvar. Is that how you say that? The one treatment. I don't know. The who came out and said the World Health Organization said that it's it's complete bullshit. It doesn't do anything. Okay. I don't know if they're dropping that because that was one of the big treatments that Trump had, and him and the who are at a battle right now. Or I don't know what they're battling now. I thought well, he withdrew from the who and. You know, pulled us out of everything oh, with the World yeah. Health Organization, so they're not friends. Trump, who's Trump well, not battling with anyway. right now? Who's he not battling with? I don't even know if his own wife likes him anymore. Dude, he yells at his own self in the mirror. You know he does with the <laughs> little fingers pointing at his chubby <laughs> self. I don't care, dude. It's it's entertaining. Oh, speaking of entertaining, we haven't done a show since the fucking uh uh. What do you call it? Him and Biden when they're up on stage. Oh, yeah. What the fuck's that called? Debate. Debate. (laughs) If you want to call it a debate. It was more like a scene from a movie, but that literally had me in tears from laughing. Dude, it was great. (laughs) I was sitting there. I was just like... It did nothing for the election. It did nothing for either of them, but it was goddamn hilarious. It was hilarious, and it did... Trump was relentless with he wasn't letting things go and just the over talking on each other was great and it seemed like that was almost like a dominance play keep interrupting interrupting you're the man of the show you know spotlights on you like focus on me type thing and it kept breaking Biden down breaking Biden down until he just goes will you shut up man (laughs) at that point that's when Trump won he was like checkmate <laughs> yeah and the fact that it was chris wallace i think if it was somebody else hosting it might have been a little bit different too but yeah wallace and trump don't dude i've seen the greatest dude i love memes dude people are amazing <laughs> <laughs> they have like um trump's town hall how that went and it was like all these battle scenes and then it was biden's town hall and it was a baby like getting a pacifier <laughs> and like getting fed and like the airplane and everything. <laughs> it was great. So two things I took out of that that I will remember until I can't remember anymore are Trump cutting off Biden at one point and Biden just getting so fed up. He just went straight fucking Shut normal. Up. And he was just like, this guy, come on, man. That was a great quote. And then when he said when Trump was getting out about his kid's drug problem or whatever, and he said, 
just like the people at home, my son did have a drug problem. <laughs> was one of the most amazing things I've ever heard somebody say. It was great. I'll never forget that. So that's something else that we went through since yep. we've been together. I can't, I can't believe he said that. Yeah, it was amazing. And like, if he had an earpiece in, the people that were running that earpiece fucking suck. I know. They're like, no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it was, it was fantastic. So that actually kind of leads into something else I got written down here. Oh um, yeah, what's everything that's going out with uh, Hunter Biden and his laptop and uh, his name being on the emails? Yeah. And, oh, my son's never had business with Ukraine, and yeah. sure enough, everything's coming out as showing that that was a lie. Yeah, I don't know. So and the kickbacks that he got from that, and they're not on his taxes, so I guess he's lying on his taxes also. Right. So is it the biggest? power play in the history of power plays for Trump to just tell them it's got to be because open Trump everything knew. up open everything up let them read the fucking emails yeah declassify it all now everybody's standing back on their heels saying no we can't we can't we can't but that's what they've been asking for yeah you want to well, declassify mine let's open everybody's up yep. and now they're fucking they're shitting themselves they don't know what the hell to do he had this uh card in his pocket for oh, yeah. Yeah. A couple years now. Did he pay $750 in taxes? Probably. Do I fucking care? No, because if I was a billionaire, I would do everything I could show us. to not pay. <laughs> you want to turn this country around? Show me how somebody worth fucking billions of dollars paid $750 in taxes. That's what I want to know. All right. Let's say, let's say I did something really spectacular. Let's say, I'm going to shut this off. Let's say I did something like really great and I told you about it. Would you be upset about it? Would you like, would you congratulate me? And then like behind my back, like, yeah, he, he's so lucky or this or that. There's a lot of people that get upset at other people's accomplishments. There is. And that's, I think when they found out, if it's true, I mean, I don't know that they've proven it's 100% true yet, but he paid $750 in taxes those two years. Like you said, that's an accomplishment. I would be like, dude, that's that's figuring it out. And he made a great point when they brought it up. He did it with tax laws written by Biden and Obama's administration. Yes. You made it possible for him to do that. How the fuck are you going to turn around and yell at him now? He's playing by the rules. That's it. The IRS isn't investigating him. You guys are. Yeah. So if he can pay $750, congratulations. Nobody wants to give their money away. Dude, when you're at that high level, like, even if you make, earn millions a year, not, not hundreds of millions a year, even just millions a year, you have, it's such a complex thing that people have with their taxes that they have teams of tax attorneys figuring all this out. It's not like himself. Right. He is doing doing turbo I'm tax. Do no, exactly. <laughs> it's like he's sitting at home during doing his turbo tax. He'd be like, nope, I didn't, I didn't, uh, you know, make this much. I right. made, uh, this much so I could pay this much in taxes. Right. No, it, it, he's just one guy that he has a whole team that's doing it. I mean, great. he's got to oversee it, but still it's, He's playing by the rules. 
He's not doing anything different than every American in this country. Yeah. How many He's people have to. bought a used car and then went to the DMV and said, um, no, I paid this much for it. $100. <laughs> How many times a day do they see cars that were purchased for $100 so that somebody can pay $6 here in Michigan anyways yeah. for the sales tax? It's bullshit. My first car, I paid $1,800 for it. I told them I paid 100 bucks. Everybody does it. Yep. It's not any different. Anybody gets money for birthday cards or something? Right. Oh, I got to claim this on my taxes. I got this as an yeah. income. Right. Uh, give me a fucking break. It's it's amazing to me to see where it's going and what it's doing. You need another one? I brought a six pack. Yeah, maybe one more. I got to eventually get over to a Halloween party. Oh, boy. So we got to hurry up. My bad. Well, we don't have to hurry. I'm just not going to make it go till midnight. <laughs> well, no, I got to work in the morning. New job, working on Sunday. That fucking sucks. So that leads me to, and I don't know if we really need to sit on it too long or talk about it too much, but I was just reading an article today that the next debate, Thursday coming, the presidential debate, mm-hmm. they have uh, Kristen Welker is going to be moderating it. Okay. And she's, I guess she's not registered anymore in 04 and 012, 012, 04 and 2012, she was a registered Democrat, but her family is big time Biden supporters, Democrat, giving money to it all. So just a little food for thought to see how it goes Thursday because she might be worse than Chris Wallace was. Possibly. And it doesn't worry me at all. I actually look forward to seeing how he handles this because, you know, they're going to put something in in place where they can cut their mics or do whatever. And I don't know if cutting his mic is going to slow him down. He might just yell. If you cut Trump's mic and he's got something to say, he might just keep going. I, I don't I'm curious to see more than anything. I wanted to bring that up to see how he handles it. When you start cutting off people's mics, that's it's going to be, I can see it being even, even more confusing because then you have the Biden. He's going to, is he going to pretend like Trump's not talking? And right. He's going to get sidetracked because he's Biden. And yeah. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what they do, but I just wanted to, I didn't know if you saw that or not. I wanted to no. bring that up that she's, from what I read, she was a registered Democrat. Her family's donated to many anti-Trump or anti-Republican causes along the way, including Biden's run right now. Is there anybody that really is non-biased between no. Trump or Biden? No. I don't know that there's ever been. But there got to be somebody that's a little bit closer, you would think. But, I mean, it doesn't. I'm not worried about it. I just food for thought to see what happens now because we know I think getting so even that whole thing with uh, Joe Rogan hey we got to get Joe Rogan in there to be the moderator I'm like that would have been great I mean that would have brought in a lot more views I believe sure just because it's Joe Rogan you got like another celebrity in there hey let's see how this is why not I mean, I think he would have been. He's close to what you want because he's conservative. Kind but of. He yeah. has many liberal ways about him when you hear him talk to. He does. Um, I think he's the there, there's a lot of people that they could have chosen to be the moderator. Uh, we're Before the podcast started, we were talking about Jocko Willink. He yep. 
you don't know his political stance. You listen. I've listened to how many episodes did he have? Like, I think it was just two fifty six. You were playing exactly like two hundred and fifty episodes out there. I've listened to every single one of them, even all through this year with the COVID and the election and everything else. You do not know which way he stands. I mean, you could kind of get a feel. Yeah, maybe he's more conservative, but he does. You don't know. Right. He was on Joe Rogan's podcast with Tulsi Gabbard. And even then, you couldn't. He was such a good speaker on what he was talking about that you you didn't know his bias towards which side. And a lot of that. And I'm not saying it's it's right, but a lot of that in my mind might just be because he is a soldier. And at the end of the day, as a soldier, your commander-in-chief is your commander-in-chief. You don't give a shit who it is. Personally, you might, but your job says you can't care about it. And now that he's such a good soldier, maybe he just has learned to keep that to himself. And he's learned to just walk the straight line when he's out there talking because, I mean, let's face it. If you say one wrong thing, you're losing, you know, you could lose half of everybody that listens to you or half of everybody that you do business with or anything like that. So I think he might be in a position where he's got to keep himself, you know, play his cards close to his chest a little bit more. I don't know that he gives a shit, but I'm just, you know, thinking outright. I don't, I don't think he cares. I think if he wanted to say who it was, he would say who it was and he wouldn't care either way. But I see what you're saying. That, that would be somebody perfect. Yeah. I would, someone like Jocko that you do not know his political stance. Right. And the leader that he is, uh, even being in the military as long as he was, it, it, I listened to every single one of his episodes, and this guy is amazing. Uh, how he handles things, he has a book, um, Extreme Ownership, which is great because um, they do, with this company that he owns, they do they teach leadership to other companies. They come to him and they're like, all right, we need you to come teach leadership strategies to our, our leaders. Right. And their big thing is they do scenarios, role reversals. And even on the most recent episode, they're like, okay, we're talking uh, to another guy that's on their team is if, if we have like a disagreement that's going on, an argument, I am not trying to figure out how to make myself right in your mind. He goes, I'm sitting here trying to figure out how I'm wrong and Ryan, how you are right. Right. Like you're actually trying to hear the other person out to see if like you're the person, like if, if your ideas are the right one and I'm wrong. Like the, the extreme ownership, anything that bad that's happening is on my shoulders. I'm the reason that this is going on. And that's not a line that many people in this world take. Exactly. They, they, they listen to arguments to try to convince the other person that I'm right. Instead of trying to, maybe this other person, their ideas are the right one and I need to change my thinking. Everybody, everybody wants to be right. Nobody wants to admit they're wrong. And that's except for Jocko. He wants to literally 
be wrong and the other person to be right. (laughs) (laughs) It's strange that this dichotomy that he has of... I guess I can't explain it here. I'm not as good as Jocko to be able to explain it the way he (laughs) explains it, but it's... It's, it's, it's a whole different way to look at it. And it's, it's, you know, again, we're not paid. We don't even know Jocko. We've never no. spoken anything, but it's, you've listened to him a whole lot more than I have. The little bit I've listened is, it's pretty amazing. Like the, the if, you, if you want a different view on just everything, I mean, it depends on what the hell they're talking about that day. If you want a different view on it, he's a good dude to listen to. He is. He's not pumping a celebrity down your throat. You know, he's not forcing his ways down your throat. He's, he's, his agenda is to help you get better. That's it. He wants everybody around him to get better. Right. And he probably feels that if he made a impact on society, enough of an impact on society, I should say that it would change society. And I think he's right just from the little bit I've listened and the little bit I've, you know, heard you talk about him. But <laughs> that all being said, he probably would have been a great moderator, but he probably doesn't want to be involved in that situation either. Yep. He's got so many other things that he's right. doing. And he doesn't need <laughs> moderating the moderating isn't one of them. He doesn't need the publicity. He's yeah. got more than enough people listening and subscribing and everything else. So it's not it wouldn't be for personal gain. Yeah. And he wouldn't be able to control them two pecker heads. Nobody's going to be able to, you know, so it's like I said, just food for thought, just to see how it's handled. If it's a completely left leaning, you know, it would be cool, though, is that they put them into like soundproof booths. It would be. So cool. if you do, then they wouldn't be able to hear what the other person's saying at all. Yeah, that would be <laughs> that would be intriguing to see how they respond, not knowing what they have to respond to. Just responding to the question, not his answer yeah. or his take. We'll never get that, though. Whatever. Yeah, that's not where it's not where we're headed. It's a goddamn popularity contest. It is. So moving on before we do that, though, I did read another crazy thing about the election and, you know, everything going on with the election. So Obama either has or is about to actually go out on the pan, the pan cane, the campaign trail. I've only had fucking <laughs> have another glass. Have another glass, right? Angels envy, <laughs> right? Pancane, <laughs> pancane trail. <laughs> you can't cut that out. That's amazing, dude. I'm not. I'm four fucking drinks into this. I'm not even buzzed. I don't know how pancane came out of my mouth. Pancane, but that. Completely sums up our presidential election this year. It's a pancake. It's not even a campaign. So he's either going out on the campaign trail or he's already gone out on the campaign trail to rally against Trump. I read that this is the first time in the history of the United States that a former president has campaigned against a sitting president seeking reelection. Kind of an interesting fact. Hmm. And I don't see that it would happen in any other situation than this either. Yeah. So it's almost like the quintessential, I'm taking my ball and going home if you win. We're throwing everything at you. We're doing things that aren't even heard of. 
and trying to top it and threatening. I mean, with the, the, the Supreme Court bullshit that they're threatening now or yeah, Biden's going to stack the court. And Which I, don't, I didn't even look into that. Like, how is it? So the only thing that I, I didn't look into a deep either because it's it's just fucking retarded in my mind, the, the, the thought of it. But from what I get is if this this one that Trump's nominated gets in the Supreme Court, which he's going to, and Biden wins, he's going to add justices so he can stack the court. How liberal can you? Yeah, I thought that's through. I thought it was completely constitutional. Yeah. So I'm not 100%. Are we going to amend the Constitution to stack the Supreme Court? Because you'd have to add two, right? At to least. keep it odd. Yeah, at least. The picture I saw today, they added four. Two, four, six. Yeah, they would have to keep it odd. But it's not a fucking, it's not a, a, a board of directors. You don't just vote somebody on. As far as I'm aware, it's constitutional. It's the legislative branch of the. F- it's been like that for how many years? How many decades? Right. I don't know. Did we have less at some point? We added at some point. I didn't like. I didn't look into it, like you said, because I just think it's stupid. Yeah. And if you have to do that, this is why I haven't been paying attention to any like COVID numbers. It's like, all right, you guys are so full of shit. You guys mess up the numbers and show whatever you want to show. You're going to increase testing. So what are you going to get with increased testing? You're going to get increased amount of positive cases. I mean, it's. Well, and I, and I don't give a shit anymore because you look at how many people have died just from COVID. Here's, do you even see the how many people die in America every single year, and then what we're on track with no, this year? No, I haven't even looked because I don't want to see how stupid it is. We're on track to follow up what we've done in years past. Twenty twenty is going to be such a shit show in the future when they're talking about it because it's 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 just backwards it's so thursday our numbers reached over 2000 positive cases in the state of michigan highest positive number total we have had since covid started right then they come out early friday and say some of those numbers were pulled in from prior days because there was a system slowdown or something like that Okay. Then they released Friday's numbers, which were Thursdays and Friday, whatever. And they're higher than the previous 2000. They're like almost 2100. So this again is the highest day in the history of Michigan for positive test results since COVID started. But it's a scare tactic. If you can't see it's a scare tactic, there's a problem. Our governor just lost the right to continue keeping us in a state of emergency. Yeah. Now the numbers are blowing up. We were just at like 200 positive for the entire state less than a week ago. How many tests were given? They won't tell you. That's a big part of the number. How do you... Now, if they just did like 100,000 tests a day and that was your datum line, we will not test more. We will not test less. It'll be 100,000 tests every day. Then we've got something to look at. Yeah. But now if... uh, we had 5,000 positive cases yesterday, and we tested uh, 100,000 people. But then today, we test 5 million people, and now we have 20,000 positive cases. Right. But you don't tell us the 
number of tests and you go, you just look at 5,000 to 20,000, that's going to seem like a huge jump. Yes. But really, percentage wise, it could be it went down. And that's the same thing that's going on around the world. Like, I don't know 100%. I heard a little new tidbit listening to the radio today that Italy reported 11,000 positive cases in one day. Don't know what day it was, but it was recent. But how many people did they test? Last I saw and heard, Europe was testing a whole hell of a lot more people than we are. So they're just reporting numbers to scare you. And here in Michigan, it's numbers to scare us because the Supreme Court just decided that our governor can no longer keep us in a state of emergency, which I'm not 100% on, but I'm pretty sure we're one of the few states still left that are under a state of emergency declaration by their governor. I mean, there's other states that there's laws or regulations or whatever put out where you can't open the bars to 100%. You can't. That's all fine and dandy. But her putting us under a state of emergency is giving her complete control over the entire state. And finally, our Supreme Court in Michigan decided it was enough. And then our numbers exploded. Because they weren't. Less than less than a week ago, they were like two, 300, 400 cases positive. Nothing like 2,000. And then here's the other thing I can't wrap my head around. It's the highest we've ever seen. At one point, we were having hundreds of people dying in a day. I'm pretty sure I read that we had almost 2,100 positive cases and like 40 deaths. So what happened to the virus that when we had 1,000 positive cases and 400 deaths in one day? What the fuck happened? My math says that 800 people should have died. Yeah, there's... The, they're not giving you all the numbers. Right, and they're not giving you all the information. This is why I've grown numb to anything that is talked about COVID and their numbers. Until you start giving, the numbers will come out. Eventually, yes. Eventually. We're going to see next year, oh, well, COVID wasn't that bad. Yep. And they're going to have a lot of people, even now, that will not admit to that. Even if the numbers do get shown, they will get shown. You can't hide these numbers forever. Right. But you're still going to have some people that are going to be stubborn. That, and Yeah. And the only reason I think I still grasp on it and pay attention to it is we've had the conversation. I have a very high-risk individual in my home. So I see coronavirus. I read about I, I I'm interested because I'm with you. I'm in the same boat as you. But I don't want to be the guy that accidentally brings his shit home because I'm not giving a shit and kills my wife's grandma. You know what I mean? So I still pay a little bit of attention. But I'm right with you as far as like everything. else. Like I'm not I'm still social distancing where they ask me to and all that other shit just so I don't have to listen to everybody. But it's it's nonsense. It's literally nonsense. And it's only going to get worse, dude. Flu season's right around the corner. Yeah. And I cannot imagine what that's going to be like around here. Well, you're not going to see that many flu numbers. No, you're not. The flu was like one of the lowest numbers it's ever had in history in the beginning of 2020. Uh, amazing how that works out. So. And then the whole mask thing. Do this. If you wear a mask, good for you. More power to you. If you don't wear a mask, good for you. More power to you. But if you're the spineless fucker that... Wears the mask around your chin 
partly over your mouth. Everything else, your nose is hanging out. Grow a set of balls and take off the mask if you don't want to wear the mask. Amen. You're only doing that to appease who you're around. Get a spine. Take it off. Yep. And don't tell me to put a fucking mask on. You put the mask on over your nose and mouth. You wear it like you should. No problem with you. You don't wear a mask. No problem with you. If you're half-assing it just to look good, try to appease everybody else. I think you're the problem. You are exactly. You are the problem. You are the problem. <clears throat> yep. So Pick a side. We went to because uh, obviously when you're you don't think the mask are really working, right? And you don't want to wear the mask, but you put it on because you're feeling pressured. People tell you to, right? So obviously you're getting swayed by what other people think. If you don't want to wear it, don't wear it. You see people walking around without it. Yep. I'm not talking to you, but. No, I, I get what you're saying. I'm talking to all you fuckers that are listening <laughs> that wear your mask around your fucking chin. Take it off or put it on. Pick a side. You can get fucking bone. splinters up your ass sitting on top of the fence. Have a backbone. Jesus Christ. Because if you just play into it, you're not helping the situation. You don't. You're, take a stance. If if Here's my thing. Like I said, high risk individual in my house. I wear a mask. I wear a mask every fucking time I go into a store. I wear a mask every time I go into And I know you're place. telling the truth because I was in the store when you yeah, walked in. I will wear a mask. And I was mask. like, who the fuck is this You're coming up on me? <laughs> I was ready to throw hands. <laughs> I do it for somebody else. I don't do it for me. I don't think I, I need to, but I do. But I stick to it. I don't walk out of my house with her in my house with a mask and then not wear it everywhere I go because then not only am I not picking a side or by wearing my mask underneath or whatever, but I'm selling a bill of goods to this lady that lives in my house that I'm going out wearing a mask and I'm not doing it when I go out. Yeah. It's just the same as wearing it around my fucking chin. Yep. I'm, I'm not, I'm not doing anything for anybody either put it on or don't. And a lot of people in this world are coming to that. We we both sell on eBay. We ship stuff through the post office. I go to the post office quite often to drop stuff off. And in our local town, they wear masks. Most of the time, there's one lady that doesn't. They're behind plexiglass. The one I used to go to in the town I used to work in, they didn't wear masks. They didn't give a fuck. They have not had a mask on one time since I walked into that building. UPS? The post office. Post office, okay. They're behind plexiglass, never had a mask on. A couple of them had it like under their chin, like you could tell they were told to put it on or something. Yeah. Didn't wear them. Government officials not wearing a mask because they don't think they need to wear a mask. None of them have been fired. None of them started wearing masks. We're nine months into this shit, <laughs> and I've not seen some of these guys still wearing masks. You know, yeah, it's funny because last night we this had... Yeah, good. Okay. We had uh, the varsity football game. It was away at Almont. I'm not going to get into the game and how horrible it was. But I looked at, we, well, since it was away, we were at, you know, Almont side uh, in their press booth doing the filming. Hand call playing. Well, <coughs> 
take a look around the student section. They're packed in there like tunas in a can because it was cold. No mass. But then you have the cheerleaders that are more than arm's length apart because of cheer formation. They're all masked up. Right. And then you got the student section that are in there like sardines. No one wearing a mask. I'm like, you guys are all fucking stupid with this. There's it, no rhyme or reason to this. Take shit, it dude. off. Make everybody. It's a, Here's my thing. Basketball put them in a bubble. The NBA. Didn't have a single case. Good on them. They fucking showed everybody it can be done. That is amazing. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not slighting them. I'm not making fun of them. Good on them. They did it in a bubble for 100 days. Nobody had a positive case. That's fucking great. Baseball came out of the gates and it was a shit show. Teams had it, had to cancel games, missed games, figured it out. Football, where we're sitting right now, college football game canceled today because there was positives. Bunch of professional games rescheduled and moved around and facilities closed because there's positives. But are they making it work or are they stopping? They're making it work. So if these people, these athletes, whatever you want to call them, these businesses can make it work. Why the fuck can't everyday America's, Americans make it work? We're learning more and more, they say. You got to be 10 to 15 minutes in contact with somebody. You got to be within six feet. Okay, think about your everyday life. Outside of somebody that you are married to, involved with, whatever, how fucking often are you within six feet of somebody? You're really not. <laughs> I mean, I don't wear a mask. I know, and I, but how I often go to the post office. Long? I go to stores. Do Try. you respect the social distancing? I to the best. I was social distancing before it was cool. Right, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. So, how often is it being? It's not hurting you. If, if that's what it takes, if we have to social distance a little I bit more, I yell at my kids all the time. Get the hell away from me. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I respect people's distances. Like, whatever. Right. If you're wearing a mask, dude, I'll stay away from you. That's right. fine. You you think I'm scary? So be it. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm not trying to prove a point. I'm not doing anything. I'm just, I won't wear the mask, but I'll, I'm going to keep my distance from you. And <clears throat> by doing that, you're literally doing just about everything that these pro athletes are doing. And it's... Are we going to have positive cases? Okay, I don't know if this is a hot take or not for anybody listening. This is never going to go away. COVID-19 will be here for the rest of time. Yes. It's not going to go away. Nope. It's another flu or whatever you want to call it. It's not going to go away. I'm not saying it's the flu. It's another thing like the flu that is going to be here all of the time. And it seems year round, right? It didn't seem to really go away in the summer. We'll find out. <laughs> but... If everybody else out there can figure out how to work within the limitations of what we have for this disease, whether they get it, fight through it, get it and have it again, get it and can't have it again, whatever it is, we can figure it out. This just staying stagnant, sitting at home shit's getting really fucking old. I agree. It's... uh. I have been reading articles on, you know, the suicide increase 
all the the businesses that did close because being forced to right not open but uh, it could be the business's fault that they weren't ready for who it was ready for a pandemic I don't know anybody's really ever ready? ready for even the fucking doomsday preppers probably weren't ready for something like this exactly so the more these shutdowns even here like in Michigan has done more bad than good absolutely when it comes to you know commerce businesses people's well-being their lives their ability to make an income that it these shutdowns have done more bad than good i bet you the mental health aspect of it all is out of this world people that are battling depression anxiety loneliness all of those are battles that you know are just intensified beyond belief with what's going on to the point that <laughs> you know i bet there's more people out there that need help than needed help before i think there's more people out there that have come into a depression or anxiety or whatever it is that didn't realize they needed it or had it um I just don't don't see the good that the lockdown has done for us. It supposedly flattened the curve, which is great, but we never really got to the point where we were fucked in our hospitals anyway that I we were getting to a fuller capacity, they say, but that flattening the curve, they're assuming like a length of cases. So instead of having like all these cases now overwhelming the health system and then have it ending sooner, they want they didn't want all that overwhelming health system so they wanted to flatten it to extend it out longer. Right. Which, Was that the good best thing to do? I don't know if it was the best thing to do or not, but again, we didn't, we didn't know. So I was talking to Keegan, my son, about this, and I almost likened it to an alien invasion. Nobody had any idea. Nobody he around was really here for the the uh, nineteen eighteen when we had the horrible flu or any of the plagues or anything like that. So nobody knew how to react. Did we react too slow? Did we react too fast? Did we react the right way? We don't know and we'll never know. If it's as big of a problem as they presented it to be, we reacted the way we reacted and that's the way it is right now. There's no way to go back and change it. We don't know what a different president would have done. We don't know any of that. We just have to go with what we've gotten. But we're to the point now where we need to start living our life. We're teetering on 
a socialistic society if we don't figure this out quick. Because they just realized as a government how quick they can shut this country down and how everybody will line up like sheep and fall into line. And that, in my opinion, is one of the first steps to communism, socialism, whatever you want to call it, however you want to look at it. And it's, as a father, it's scary for the future of my kids. What the hell is this country going to do? Not everybody's raising their kids like we are to have a backbone, stand up for what you believe in and feel you're going to get pushed back. And that's okay. A lot of people get pushed back and sit down and wear their masks under their chin. It's not, the government sees that. The government knows that. Yes. They literally shut us down and we high-fived them and said, okay. And all they had to do was give us some fucking money. Yeah, here's, here's a couple bucks. Just And everybody just stay home. shut up and stayed home. It's not, it's not cool. A lot of people were making more money staying home than they were working. Right. That people's eyes starting to lighten up. Oh, look at this. And who ran on that? That's that's fucking uh, Bernie. That's Bernie. Yeah. That's Bernie socialistic <laughs> ideas right there. I still can't believe out of all the Democratic candidates, they picked Biden. <laughs> Dude, I didn't know. My, you know, my kid told me today this is the third time he's ran for president. Yeah. I was unaware of that. This is the third time. He withdrew, and I, don't quote me on this. I'm firing off the hip. My 11-year-old son is the one that filled me in on this, so I don't know if he's 100% correct. But basically what he told me was he pulled out of his last two times of running for president because of some racial comments that he made. And now he's running almost on a racial ticket. Yeah, with Kamala. So that was news to me. I didn't know he'd ran three times before. Dude, that fired right up. That's awesome. Yeah. That's some dry ass wood. (laughs) So you got anything else on that? Goddamn Corona. Oh, the Rona, as the kids call it. I, d- I don't even want to. Right. I got I am done with Corona. <laughs> I am done with the government being the government. I just I've had it. Well, that's a good segue, whether you realize or not, right into the next thing I have written down on this little sheet here. All right. So we had... Well, did you notice it getting a little chilly in here? It did, and it, it, it got chilly, but it didn't get, like, super cold. Chilly. It yeah. was just like you felt that it wasn't as hot. Right. Was, but I'm telling you what, if you kept that thing running, dude, we could sit out here in shorts and a t-shirt. We could. That's pretty sweet. Dude, that was... Uh, I had another six logs in there, and then it just died out. I don't know how long we've been here. Uh, we're going... What does it look like? About an hour and a half-ish. And I had the fire going for an hour before you showed up. So two hours and six pieces of wood. I just threw another three in there. It's a nice little hangout right here, man. I got a... That was from... You didn't... Did you see all the wood that I had behind the garage? I'll show you when we leave. Show me, yeah. It's a... Dude, that was all split by hand with an axe. Dude, nothing makes you feel more like a man by splitting wood with an axe. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I got two more trees to cut down. I'm going to do Jesus. that in the winter. Dude, these things were big. Well, I had to cut them down. Well, I did the one. Well, first off, do fucking cottonwood. 
you got that shit blowing like yeah july august all that fluff june it, it just gets everywhere it's nasty. The people are allergic to it. Laura, so that's what you cut down was all the cottonwood. It was cottonwood. It burns hot. It burns fast. It's ashy, but it's 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 doing good here. So on to oh wow, we've actually covered a lot of the shit I wrote down without Holy even trying shit, to. Look at that. Bow season. All right. So your segue into being done with it all I am and done just with it the all. government and everything yeah. leads me into one of the craziest fucking things. And I know you've seen this, whether you've been watching the news or not. 13 motherfuckers decided they were going to try to kidnap our fucking governor here in the state. <laughs> How asinine are you, first of all? They couldn't even kidnap a cow. <laughs> Did you hear them How talk? Fucking yes. <laughs> fucking morons. <laughs> How retarded are you to, to even think you could kidnap a government official? Then hearing about their plan is even dumber. So they had people scoping out our governor as a vacation home somewhere in northern Michigan. Uh-huh. Um, that's public knowledge. I'm not saying anything that nobody knows. So I guess some of these guys were yeah, scouting. Everybody her knows house. this because there, you can't travel up to your home away from home. Right, until she needed to. But she did. Right. Yes. Yeah, so. And her husband tried to get his boat put in the water. And everything yeah, else. that whole thing. Sorry. So they, Bottom of the list with you. <laughs> they scouted her house. I guess they had people up there scouting her house in northern Michigan. I read trying to figure out the best way to do it. And then the best way to do it. yeah the best way to kidnap a government official is there a best way i don't i don't even know what would possess you to yeah i i can't even i can't even speculate it's just drugs i don't know what else it is man i mean and they're saying they're militia which i'm sure there's militia guys out there like these fucking guys come on we no <laughs> like no this is not what we do like at all so they stand down stand by <laughs> right <laughs> You tell me who to say. <laughs> Everybody stand down and stand by. So they plan to use IEDs. <laughs> Listen, this is good. this is great. They were going to, I don't know the whole way they were going to do it, but they were going to take the governor and they were going to use IED explosives to uh, distract the police from what was going on. This is what I'm reading that they, these guys are going to do. Then they were going to take her to Wisconsin and they were going to try her for treason. I'm not laughing. This is real life. (laughs) This is what I read. (laughs) This is what these guys are going to do. So obviously it was thwarted. They caught these guys. They've now charged them. Some of them they haven't let out on bail. Some guy made it to like Delaware or something. He's coming back. I mean, federal crimes and everything else, but this is real life. I'm not making this up. You can Google this. There was a kidnap plan for the governor of the state of Michigan, which is about the dumbest thing you can do. You can't fix stupid. No. And you can't. The The one problem I have with it, like I'm not for it at all, is completely fucking stupid. Like I'm not behind it. I can't even believe someone would try to do that. The problem I have, though, is it's just smearing the name of the quote-unquote militia or whatever you want to call them. Yeah, they weren't militia. They were not militia. 
we went through this with Timothy McVeigh back in the day. He was not militia. Yeah. The militia, if you don't know what the militia is, you need to look into what the militia is. The militia is not out here trying to kidnap government officials and try them for treason. Like, that's not it's not what they are. This is not even what they're about. Um, so I beg of you before you start throwing that word around to fucking look into what a militia is and what the Michigan militia is and what these people are because... I hate that they're using that name and they're using it on all of our news sources here in Michigan. They have militia ties. You have fucking militia ties. I have militia ties. We, yeah. we don't even know we have militia ties and we have militia ties. There are people that belong to the militia or whatever you want to call it that we don't even know, that we know. Um, but in looking at all that and realizing, like reading about it, I realized one thing. Did you know that I think it was Wisconsin, Michigan, and Minnesota. Those three states have more gun owners, hunters. I'm doing the air quotes because that's what it was in the article. Then we have armed military personnel in country right now. Military, not police. Right. Blew my mind. Hunters. I mean, they're hunters. Every. I mean, we own, we own guns. I own guns. You own guns. Whatever. I'm not worried about that. I just... I lost all mine in a boating accident. <laughs> <laughs> is that what that hole in the backyard is? <laughs> but I, I just thought that was crazy. I didn't... Never realized. But there's three of the biggest hunting states in the country. Obviously, there's going to be a lot of gun owners. So, thoughts? <laughs> anything? Do you have anything to even say about how stupid that was? That that was really stupid. Um, there's not a bone in my body that would hope for any kind of ill will towards Gretchen, no matter how bad of a governor she is. Exactly. Uh, I hope these guys get the book thrown at them. And God, they are just stupid. I, I don't know what the penalty is. I got to assume it's it's federal. It's got to be life in prison. I don't know if it's a death penalty or not, but I, I agree with you 100%. They, it was just stupid. I mean, are you going against your country? That's what sure. you're doing, right? Isn't, isn't that a treasonous act? But somehow in their head, they thought what she was doing was treason. Right. It's it's so, it's completely treason. Do, I mean, it's two treasons make a right. <laughs> do, two, <laughs> do two treasons? That's a t-shirt quote right there. Uh, so, because of numbnut acts like this, did you read that? Now I'm not 100 percent sure because I saw something on the news right before I left to come over here, so it may not be 100 percent true, but the secretary of the state or something like that the state of michigan has banned open carry laws on november 3rd within 100 feet of voting locations no they did not so are they were trying to last i read I, like i said there was a story right before i left and i wasn't i didn't catch it all <clears throat> but it stems from these assholes and the stuff going on yeah no it was a letter from the Department of State. 
Oh, okay. About Secretary of State. I'm an idiot. That's licenses. Uh, what's prohibited is open carry of firearms at polling places on election day. But so it's a letter, but it's not. I mean, most polling places you can't open carry within them anyway because they're schools and things like that. Yeah, it's. I was talking to my cousin about this because it's it's intentionally misleading and the media took the bait and they're running with it saying that it's law. It's prohibited. You cannot. What it's applying to is poll workers can't open carry inside polling places, which I didn't think they ever could before anyway. I don't know. I mean, I'm, you I know have the right to bear arms. So any law against right firearms is unconstitutional because you have the right to bear arms. How are you going to tell you you can't carry here, you can't carry there? Well, they, there's laws against carrying it in a school, obviously. Open carry. Not when they school. wrote the no constitution. They did they have schools when they wrote the constitution? Fuck Stupid yeah, question. they did. So. I just wanted your thought on it. I mean, I don't open carry anyway. I know you don't open carry, but another something that was picked up and ran with. Well, it's stated as Michigan's chief election officer with supervisory control over local election officials in the performance of their duties. And then after which it lays out the prohibition. So that is not in itself wrong. Just it only prohibits election officials from open carrying. Okay. Which she can, in theory, do, but the incorrect implication is that it applies to everyone. So, again, it does not apply. Useless time for a government official to write a letter, useless time for news outlets to report on this, all stemming from actions of 13 or however many idiots making them think that this has to be said. When I don't know that it has to be said. How many elections have we had? If anything, is this going to entice more shit to happen at polling places than if we wouldn't have said anything? Um, Are there more idiots out there? I carry. Sure. I carry concealed. Sure. If you know I'm carrying, then it's not concealed. Right. So if you don't know I'm carrying, then I'm I'm good to go where <laughs> you don't or where you say I'm not allowed to be concealed carried, but I'm concealed. You don't know. Uh, civil disobedience comes into play in my mind. Right. Right. For sure. I civilly disobey a lot of times going into banks. Um schools <laughs> but I'm not doing anything illegal so in my mind that was the last like politically charged thing I had written down that being said next time we sit down and record next weekend or whatever we'll do something a little bit less serious we'll have some fun maybe we'll fucking that's good maybe we'll have a deer hanging right there we can we do will. a 
a live podcast on butchering some fucking deer. Yes. And as for our live podcast for the election, it's not going to do us any good because we're going to know who our president is for a couple weeks afterwards, maybe longer. Yeah. With all this bullshit. You see Michigan tried to extend the absentee ballot counting and receiving for two weeks and the Supreme Court shot it down. I didn't see that. Yeah, they wanted to extend it for two more weeks and allow you to vote absentee for two weeks longer than you had and give them two more weeks to count. The Michigan Supreme Court was like, no, not happening. Get that shit done. Interesting. Do you hear Ava's car running outside? It sounds like there's a car running. Is she waiting on us? Am I in the way? No. We're just, oh, there is a car. So, one other very uh, different thing that happened while we were gone, but I don't know how personally it affected you. It affected everybody, whether they realize it or not, maybe not to the point where you mourned or anything, but we lost one hell of a musician last week, two weeks ago now, in uh, Eddie Van Halen. Obviously, you saw that. Yep. Uh, In my opinion, one of the best guitar players to ever live. Did a lot for music. Fought a hell of a battle. I didn't know he was fighting for years. He fought bad. He battled cancer. I had no idea. Uh Yeah. Cancer from what? I believe it was throat cancer, (laughs) if I'm not mistaken. From what? As you stare at my cigarette. Okay, now I get it. Yeah. From throat cancer, from smoking. Yeah. He smoked a lot, didn't he? Probably did. Probably more than I did, though. Well. Hey, but Keith Richards smokes. That guy's... Guys and that's what you're going to put old. your money into? <laughs> no, <I'm not>. Keith Richards? <laughs> I could be Keith Richards. There's people who have played Russian roulette and lived. All right. That's not where I was going with this. <laughs> I just wanted to make note of it. The fact that... And then the reason that I bring it up is because, again, go back to eBay, us selling things on eBay, and I search eBay from time to time, and there's a lot of people out there that are trying to make good on Hawk their... Yeah, their Eddie Van Halen stuff. Yeah. Now, I get if you got something signed by Eddie, now's a great time to sell well, it. Same thing like happened that. with Kobe. But there's people out there that are selling jackets. They say were worn by him with no proof. And I just feel for the idiots that might think, oh, this is a leather jacket that Eddie Van Halen wore. I'm going to pay $500 for this thing or things like that. They, they're seeing it as a business opportunity. Yeah. Um, they might. God, I don't want to sound cruel. <laughs> um, life is really short. Yes. It's just a blip. In eternity. Eddie didn't mean anything to them. They're looking out for their own well-being and seeing if they can get a couple extra bucks. Right. It just bugs me. I mean, it bugged me with Kobe. I saw people doing the same thing. It bugged me with, you know, it's happened in the past, like you said, but just let the guy fucking be who the guy was. Don't try to make your money off of him. You know what I mean? Just let the guy... 
I mean, he was one of the greatest. You know, I mean, I'm sure it happened with Elvis and the Beatles and John Lennon and everybody else along the way, but yeah. it just kind of disgusts me to go on there sometimes and see that shit and be like, some idiot's going to buy this. And, and they will. And not know or not care, whatever. No one's bought my VHS yet for $5. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a double VHS. <laughs> Which one is it? Yeah, something about hunting. <laughs> oh, I just picked up one. It was like uh, the UK, some kind of grunge band in the UK. And it sold the same day I put it up. It was a VHS concert. What the fuck? I don't know. Dude, I'm about ready to do a massive sale on my store. Do it. To drop everything. Do it. You got a lot of that coin shit, man. You got to get rid of that shit. Yeah. <clears throat> I was looking at silver. Did you ever go to uh, Google Trends? Not often. Once in a great while. Do I even got this email? Where is it at? There's a guy locally right now I saw on Facebook Marketplace that's selling two pounds of silver. I think. Bars. For how much? 1400 See, I just got the one troy ounce coins. Yeah, he's got a he's got a whole chunk, like two chunks. Dude, I can drop it down to like twenty five bucks and they'd sell. But do I want to undercut right. everybody else? But I was looking at silver prices and from like ten years ago, it's been like on the decline. Yeah, dude, I don't. It's fucking silver. At the end of the day, it's all. I got an email, Jarrett. Try your first bulk case for $150. Oh, yeah, from bulk? Yeah. Do I want to do it? <laughs> Depends on what it is. Try bulk for 150 or less. Source now. <laughs> do I want to? Do they take PayPal? Yes. They I do? think they do. Oof. I know rough. that... Uh, do you sell anywhere else like Mercari? And so... I got some dresses we I got to sell. We went to... They don't fit me. Matt... <laughs> <laughs> we went to Mackinac, had a fucking amazing... I sent you a picture of the bridge. So that picture that I sent you of the Mackinac Bridge... Yeah, that from was, a cell phone that, that you was, wanted me to do something yeah, immaculate with. I was thinking. My wife took a bunch of pictures with that old camera. She's she's hopefully going to get some one? good pictures. Yeah. Damn it, I should Dude, since you're here, don't leave before I give you that other camera. Okay. She definitely, like, took a bunch of pictures. The only thing she complained about was it was super heavy. So, like, wearing it around her neck was killing her when we went on the trail walks and stuff, you know. But she took a ton of pictures. And then she backed them up with pictures of her phone just so she has the memories if the film doesn't. But how does right. she know what settings to use? If she, As far as with the camera? Yeah. She just, dude, she just fucked with it. Like, she used, like, eight rolls of film just figuring stuff out. And how do you figure it. it out if you don't know what the results are is what I'm saying? I don't know. I think she just kind of took a shot in the dark and wanted to see Okay. what turned out Did well. Did you turn in the films yet? No. She has... I think 14 pictures left on the last roll because she wants to do it all together. So we are going to do the cider mill and then she's going to take pictures. It was supposed to be tomorrow, but now I have to work. But she wants to get the I'll take her. film developed. <laughs> right on. Take my kid too. Just don't <laughs> let him call you dad. Um, so anyways, we went up there. Super fucking cool place. It sucked because they had a spike up there. So a lot of places had closed down and everything but my kid got to go over the bridge got to see the up you know we did some trail walks we did the tunnel of trees all you michigan people know what this is everybody else yeah. the guy in ireland that listens you have no fucking clue <laughs> no fucking but clue. it's cool so Dude, the guy in ireland's like 
dude, you have no idea. Yeah, right. He's like, dude, I kissed the Barney Stone. Fuck you. You think your UP is something special? Dude, I live in Ireland. <laughs> right. Dude, I so, lived in the UP for a year. Did you really? I did. Nice. I went to Northern Michigan University oh, right. to be a conservation officer, but I couldn't that's because I'm colorblind. Right. You're colorblind. <laughs> so, I kind of mentioned that in every podcast. <laughs> so we were up there. And a couple cool things happened. Um, we were right on the Great Lakes, right on like the Mackinac Straits, they call them. I mean, we were literally right on the bridge. I didn't zoom that picture in. That's how close we were to the bridge, the place we stayed. Yeah. We were right. I mean, the waves were breaking right on, right on the seawall right there by our house that we rented. It was fucking amazing. So my kid got to go over, got to see St. Ignace. We saw a couple things in the UP. That was fun. But the real cool thing that happened is my nephew and my son were bored. They wanted to play their stupid fucking video games and everything, and we were trying to keep them outside. So we decided to take two beer bottles, drain all the beer out of them after we drank them and everything. And we I like that game. <laughs> it was a fun game. <laughs> uh, you need 14 bottles? Oh, two. I'm sorry. Well, so, you're getting 14. <laughs> so what we did was we wrote a note. I'm going to start my own pancake. <laughs> <laughs> right. My own pancake on this shit. So we wrote a note and we put him in a bottle and we put a dollar in there. Put my phone number for my son with his name and then my nephew's phone number with my brother-in-law's name in, in a bottle and just threw the bottles in the water and we're like, let's see where they end up. Call us if you find it kind of thing. Oh, that'd be cool. Teach your kids how to litter. <laughs> Which I thought was super cool. So we threw the bottles out that night that I took the picture and we could see them for a little while and then it got dark. We couldn't see them. We got up the next morning. They were completely gone. So they've actually gone somewhere. somewhere. We don't know where, but my kid's like super excited. I'm like, dude, it's going to be years. Like if you hear from anybody soon, it didn't go very far. But just the thought of like, it's cool to see him every day. Like, hey, did you hear anything about that? Or, you know, every couple of days or whatever. Yeah. So I thought that was really something cool we did up there. But it leads me to Macari. My brother-in-law sells you, on Macari too. Do you know, like, it's public land between high tide and low tide all on the coast of Michigan. No. Like if you have like private beaches, well between high tide and low tide, you can walk through really everybody's property as long as you're between that high tide and low tide mark. No shit. Yeah. No. We went in, well not by we, I mean my wife went in and they were looking for Petoskey stones and stuff right there at low tide. Find any? Uh, she found, she calls them Charlevoix stones. You ever heard of them? Because I laughed at her, but it's a real thing. No. Yeah, if you Google them, they're actually real. They're like a, they're like a Petoskey stone. You've seen them. I've seen them a million times. They're like the faux Petoskey stone that you pick it up and you're like, oh, this kind of looks like it, but it's not it. It's a Charlevoix stone. All so right, I wonder. She didn't find any Petoskeys. She did find some cool stones and she took some rocks that she probably shouldn't have taken. Well, actually, if you're telling me it's public land, I guess it doesn't matter to put in her garden. Wow, Charlevoix. Isn't that crazy, dude? I laughed at her when she said that, and it's a real thing. It's a favosite slab? Yeah. Dude, so this guy's selling one on eBay for $5.60. She found like 15 of them. 80 grams. Wow. Honeycomb coral fossil Charlevoix stone. 560. Do list that shit. Yeah. <laughs> she found like 15, 17, something like that of those things. Which was really cool. So my brother-in-law sells on Macari and he was talking about it while we were up there together. And he set up a store for his son to sell some stuff on Macari. I've, I got the app. I, I haven't set up any account, but it's, 
so I set one up. Is it for more Keegan. clothes? No, it's everything. It's it is everything. Like I gave Keegan it's a like bunch of stuff. Yeah, I gave Keegan Keegan a bunch of stuff to list that wasn't selling good on eBay. So he's got like I think he was allowed thirty listings because then I have to hook up like a bank account to it and everything, and I haven't done that for him yet. Yeah. But he sold something. He sold a Bratz doll that I had listed on eBay for like 20 bucks. The thing you got to be careful with, though, is like if you do free shipping or you include shipping, they take it right out. So whatever they tell you shipping is going to cost, that's what the label is for. So I didn't figure out his shipping, and it said 460 When I got to the post office, I had to pay an extra dollar sixty-five because the shipping wasn't correct. Okay. So you got to be a little bit careful about that. So they take their fees right out. and Almost they, like over yeah to your shipping cost yep and they take the fees right out and then the money doesn't go directly to you <clears throat> it's actually on his macari account right now so he has money that he can spend on macari and then the other thing is you don't get paid like when you sell on ebay right away the money goes into your paypal or if you're on managed payments it goes right into your bank account the next day or whatever or they'll put it in paypal they'll put it on hold whatever Macari my son didn't get paid until the buyer received the product rated him as a seller and then my son had to rate the buyer then he got the money and the money's like I said on Macari he doesn't have it I think that's bullshit because I mean that's not how any other online sales work Right, which is kind of driving me away from going hard on Macari because yeah. of that. So I imagine there's some kind of fail safe in place. Like if within 72 hours or something, they don't rate you, they'll eventually. But like he got a message that said, you've been rated. Now rate your buyer in order to receive your money. And he rated his buyer and he instantly got his money into his account. <clears throat> so Macari is an option. But if you're selling clothes, there's a website, an app called Depop. D-E-P-O-P. It's clothes. They sell a lot of vintage, but it's it's clothes. So like those those dresses or skirts or whatever you have listed, Depop is something you could check out. Poshmark? Have you heard of that one? I've heard of it, never done it. Okay. So I don't know anything about Poshmark. I know that the people I watch on YouTube, Commonwealth Picker, um, Redneck Resale, some of them guys that sell a lot of clothes do use Depop. Uh, don't know a lot about it, but I know they use it to sell a lot of their clothing. And I okay. think Depop is all clothing. I'd imagine they have an app too, right? Yeah, I'm sure they do. So. I don't know if I'm going to get into. Clothing's difficult for me. I just see. Yeah. I have some that I've listed. I haven't sold any, but I just see it being a problem with returns. Because, like, this company's medium might not be a true medium, and I don't want to start having to measure every single fucking T-shirt or pair of pants Yeah. for lengths and widths and everything, and I don't want to deal with fighting with eBay if the person wants to return it. So, like, I really only mess with vintage. I have a couple vintage band shirts that I found and a couple vintage, like, old California 90s skater-type T-shirts that I found. I'm really only going to mess. The vintage teasers go for a fucking ton, dude. I watch this guy at California part-time pickers. Yes. And he's selling fucking, I mean, he picked up a Pink Floyd, the wall tour shirt 
and I think he sold it for like fourteen hundred bucks. And I think he paid like ten bucks for it. So there's money in the vintage T-shirts, but it's just we're not in California. Where the fuck are we gonna find them in Michigan? And if you find them, who are you gonna find? Ted Nugent, Bob Seger. Yeah, you're not gonna get fucking fifteen hundred dollars for that shit. No. Anybody in Michigan that went to the fucking Pink Floyd 1978 tour ain't selling their T-shirt. We're a different breed here. We're not California. No. That guy's going to fucking be buried in it. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It's fun. Don't get down. I hit the same lull you're in right now. And the way I fixed it was list more, list more, list more. I find the more listings I have, the more I sell. Well, I'm I'm kind of shifting gears to... I'm interested to see where this goes for you. Yeah. Because if this goes well, we may be partners. <laughs> yeah. Because there's a lot of... I mean, depending on how many you're available to list, how many I'm available to list, I've got the two stores. I can list almost 1,800 things between the two stores right now. If, that, if this works out well between... I mean, selling on eBay... Because you can list an item and then you could put in like a quantity. Right. So I, I can put in, you know, 40 of what I'm getting. Yep. And see how well that goes. I don't know if like they put more favor on you for like what comes up through a search. Um, if you're actually have like in a business account set up. Which I, do you? Because I do not. I don't have a business account. So I did it for a month and I didn't get anything out of it. I do have a store subscription, so I pay $5 a month or something for a store subscription, but I did that when I was in your spot and could only list a few things Yeah, because it gave me 250 listings a month. One, so I pay 200 f- listings. Right. So you've worked. I basically wasted my money to do that, but I don't want to get rid of it because I'm afraid that people might search me by store name because it's different than the name of okay. me as an eBay user. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't want somebody to go on there and be like, oh, Mitten Thrifting 2 or whatever the hell the name of my store is, is gone and not realize that my eBay username is me. So I'm paying the $5. But I'm up to a lot more listings. That thing's roaring again. I'm up to a bunch of listings and I've noticed that I think I'm at like 200 things listed roughly. And I noticed that I sell about... 10% 10% of my listings in a week, 8 to 10%. So I sell between probably 15 and 20 things a week on average without putting anything on sale or anything. Really? Yeah. So. so I only got like, <laughs> I've only sold five items and I have 40 active listings. <laughs> See, and that's, it, well, it's just, it's some of your stuff's like higher end stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? You're not, I, I sell, I mean, I have cassettes on there. I'm selling for eight bucks you know what i mean it's and i promote it if you do the promoting thing and give them a little bit extra after it sits for a while and things like that because you you got like sponsored so i'm not sponsored i think you have to be like a higher seller than i am to be sponsored where you are yeah plus i don't have any feedback i got like one person that did feedback so one thing i do is everybody that purchases from me as soon as it's delivered i give them feedback as a buyer and it'll trigger to them that I gave them feedback. And then eBay will ask them to give me feedback. So I've got, I got four feedback just today from doing it this weekend. Well, I did. Okay. Hawk Heliums. 
uh, leave feedback. Payment, very, very speedy, remarkably pleased, excellent buyer, recommended. They left, okay, submit. Perfect. Right, and I, I leave the exact same feedback for everybody as long as it's nothing crazy in the transaction. I left a feedback for this guy that bought my amplifier. I left a feedback for this person that bought the... Some people just don't. I mean, I've sold... If I look at my eBay right now, you know, you have the running 90-day total or whatever. Yeah. I've sold 168 things in 90 days, and I've only gotten 18 feedback in the last 30 days. So it's... It's tough to get feedback from everybody. But like so instead of I know you do a lot of garage sailing. Yes. I have not been to one garage sale. I was tempted to stop in a couple of times. Do this one look like it was rocking and rolling. They even had like a four wheeler out there and nice. And I was just like I saw someone like with a trailer loading it up. I'm like, and it was all these people were showing up. I'm like Dude, when they first were setting up, it's like when I drove by, I was like, I should That's stop where, in there. Yeah. But I didn't. And so I'm doing garage sales right now, but garage sale season is winding down, obviously. You can pick thrift stores. We don't have a lot of good ones around us. I mean, Goodwill right up here in Marysville is not horrible. I drive by Salvation Army that's at 23. Salvation Army is fucking expensive. Yeah. Everything I've pulled out of Salvation Army, I've struggled to break even with. I don't know about their sales days because I don't go enough, but everything that I have bought there, I've struggled to break even with. I have to pee. <laughs> so I don't think I can hold it anymore. Are we ending this? We'll, we'll take a, let's take a little break. Okay, we can pause this. Hold on one second. Or just let it... Okay, well, we can end it. Yeah. Or we can... Let's finish up. I can hold it. I'm a big boy. <laughs> All right, so anyways, you don't need to hear us talk about Because how far are we eBay. going? Like, I don't know. You don't need to hear us talk about eBay. We can talk about that shit after you go to the bathroom. No, I like... Good. This is interesting, me because so maybe it's a way do. to make money. And maybe we do eBay next week. Maybe we talk about what we we're going through. There's people out there that are going through it or could help us. I say we do that. So, all right. Anyways, get some like uh, <laughs> professionals out on all right. the show. There's dude, all them YouTubers. I could reach out. We might get somebody to yeah do something. Not? I mean, there's there's actually a YouTuber out there, the Cincinnati Picker and Shed Flips. One's in Ohio. One's in LSU or Louisiana, I'm sorry, they have a podcast. LSU, <laughs> God, I am so not into sports. <laughs> you just said LSU instead of Louisiana. So they uh, they have a podcast. It's called Guys Without Jobs because they're both full-time resellers, and they make a lot of money off YouTube. There's a lot of people. Well, before they even did YouTube, I'm sure they were doing oh, quite yeah. well oh, reselling. Yeah. There's a lot of guys out there. I mean, you, you watch Gary Vee, listen to Gary Vee. So there's – anyways, we can get into all that next week. Let's uh let's wrap this up. Um, pay attention. We're gonna have some intro music, intro outro, maybe something we're gonna throw on one of these episodes. Yeah, uh, I might be queuing right now. My uh my son decided to try to help us out. So let us know what you think there if you like it. Um, at Level Forty Nine Podcast on all social media. Level Forty Nine Podcast dot com is our website. Check it out. There is merchandise and. Uh, we do have a Patreon if you're interested. Level 49 Podcast. Check that out if you want to help us out. Um, other than that, if you want to get a hold of us, email us. And you can find the email at level49podcast.com. You want to be on the show, we want to have you on the show. 
Other than that, I'm good. You good? I'm good. Dude, I'm going to start being more active on social because... Uh, yeah, we're kind of slacking. We've been busy. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of conversation that can happen there. Yep. We're working on it. So we will see you guys later. Adios. Peace.